0: Weary eyed, depressed. Literally she just walking around that. like, like no? They're no not one fat though. Hmm.
1: They're not fat though.
0: Not fat man. No.
1: All right. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah, a, yeah, so that. a yeah. <laughs> the one. <laughs> that's a plus. Hunt the good stuff. At least they're skinny <laughs> and depressed. <laughs>
2: Alright everybody, welcome on back, we got Jordan here, met him in a Discord, helped us quite a bit with our Discords, um, pretty much all my Discord knowledge is from him, so he's the one that made me realize that community building within Discord is a real thing, um, it, I believe it could be the really the actual virtual platform that we bring everyone together on, so I'm excited to see what we can do, um, Jordan thanks for coming on, Kev how we're feeling today man?
1: You know, I'm good. I wish I got the memo about the purple hoodie, but uh no, I'm good. Other than getting my my ass handed to me in Texas Hold'em just now.
2: <laughs> I uh
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
2: Doing good, Jordan. How you feeling, man?
0: I'm good. I'm fresh. I just had dinner. Oh. So I'm good.
2: Oh, what the heck? Just had dinner. Oh. Yeah, so we'll start there, man. Where are you from? Yeah. What time zone you in? <laughs>
0: I'm from the UK, so we're in GMT right now. So it's about, what time is it? Quarter past eight. Okay. Mm, wait, GMT, yeah. isn't
2: that the uh, general one? I feel like that's right. Greenwich.
1: Meaning
0: time, yeah. No, for us, it's
2: mountain time, yeah. I feel like that's everything that I, uh, it's like the default on everything that I have to change. At like
0: the beginning of time.
2: Yeah, You guys are?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: where, where about in the U.K. are you?
0: I live in Birmingham, which is like two hours north of London.
1: How okay. is it over there, like, all things considered? Crap hole. <laughs> what, what do you mean, crap hole? I, I think the U.S. is kind of a crap hole. But, I like, mean, what is crap hole by European suit?
0: It's like... It's like America, but just intensified and more depressing
1: oh intensified! oh no what do you think i I thought that was canada it's (laughs) it's like
0: (laughs) it's like concentrated in this tiny little island of wokeness and random is that i know know
2: you're not the biggest media guy is that like what you see firsthand like in the street that's what you kind of just realizes what the hell is going on or like a cultural as a whole is moving that direction. I think
0: as a whole, I mean the, the town I live in, like you will go to like a shopping center and everyone is weary eyed, depressed. Literally she just walking around like, like, no,
1: they're not fat though.
0: Not fat now.
1: All right. So, so that's, that's yeah, a plus. So That's that, over, yeah. plus a one. <laughs> that's a plus. Hunt the good stuff. At least they're skinny <laughs> and depressed.
2: Yeah, yeah
0: skinny uh, and depressed, basically. um
2: I mean, the the teeth over there are a little, you know. Oh. It's a, yeah, a coin yeah, flip. They are not known for their dentistry.
1: <laughs> or are
2: it's we true. wrong?
0: No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're
1: right. I bet. I
0: It's not like, um, I guess, because... We're talking about mental health a bit. It's not like you meet someone and, like, they're going through depression. It's almost just like there's a blanket of just people depressed, right? The whole, like, culture, the town, the air. um, It's
1: really rainy there. Like, there's not much sun.
0: mm, Very cloudy, very rainy.
1: about y'all's food? I hear that's not very good either.
0: No
2: oh man so we why, why, just are why are you still there why are you still there Yo, like, yo dude this is what i like all of these questions personally i would still not be there i would have left there's already. no son <laughs> no and the food sucks <laughs> yeah like what do you, you staying there for everyone's depressed the food sucks
0: <laughs> well to be, well other than my family being here i mean we desperately want to move and um my my wife she's from cape town south africa And, obviously, there it's super sunny, food's amazing, mountains, ocean. So that's a dream. It's just, um, yeah.
1: Cape Town, South Africa? Mm. I heard they don't take too kindly to white folk around.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I heard that about the UK, too, bro. I'm going to keep it a sec. I I see, uh, like, things on Twitter, and it's, like, saying the UK. Like, it's all... Like they import a bunch of immigrants from everywhere.
2: How how true is that? Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, you see, like, if what's the culture like? If you go to, like
0: everyone. if you go to if you go to a shop, like if you go to like a Subway or a McDonald's or I don't know, just like you you bog standard jobs, you won't meet an English person.
2: What the fuck? Go to get you some chips. Some chip. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, like when the queen died, I saw a lot of fucking white people at her funeral. But then, yeah. like, I seen a picture of a classroom in the U.K. and it was like a, like two white guys in that whole class.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they're taken over, to be fair, but, I mean, that's just the morals that our country lies on. I mean, we just accept all cultures, I guess, and that's cool.
2: I mean, we were just talking But, I mean, about South
0: yesterday. Africa is interesting.
2: yeah. You been there have you been over to where your wife's from
0: yeah it's interesting because my wife's mom survived the apartheid like her she got kicked out of her home um because you know the whites wanted to live there and she was split from her family on the beaches because she was a different color to her siblings like serious stuff wow. and you know people say that's like eradicated now but even now like we went in December. And you can still see signs of, like, white privilege and, um, you know, generally speaking, white people are, like, the bougie rich people.
1: In and South COVID Africa, people. it's still like that?
0: Yeah. Because
1: what was the um, apartheid? It was, like, a state where only white people could go?
0: The apartheid was basically a government... Um, I was explain. It's like essentially, there's a government movement where they wanted to accommodate for white people, so they just kicked out all the coloured people, all the black people from all of their homes that they built, and sent them into like concentration camps, basically, all like far away suburbs.
2: How how mass was this? Because I've heard of the name, but no one talks about it. So how many people were actually a part of this? The whole country. Holy shit!
1: I didn't think there was that many white people in South Africa to like even do no, that.
2: Oh no, dude! South Africa there, I had a dude, eighty-eight, my truck driver, in my uh, AIT, my my training for the army, mm. and he, yeah, he was South African, but like as what, not like super white, but probably about white as me. It just had a different accent.
0: You think, the thing you need to know is that the reason it's called South Africa. It's because it's not a nation of one people. It's not like England. They, they've labeled it South Africa because they've literally just mashed up a group of people. Because you've got like colonizers from England, from the Netherlands, and then they brought, and obviously the original tribal people, and then they brought over a ton of Chinese, and then a ton of Japanese came over. Like it's just like, that's why it's called Southern Africa.
1: They're just bringing in everyone. Why, why were they importing so
2: many people?
0: Um, lack of workforce. Oh.
2: They had
0: diamonds there and all sorts.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, I mean they're super rich in the natural resources area. You play Civilization. That's like the most fun play to play. What most fun place to play, because it's like as hard as it gets, but you have all the resources. <laughs> you literally have all the resources, but you're in the in the middle of the desert, and everyone else mm. is enjoying life <laughs> like <laughs> everywhere else. But yeah. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: that's like what I think is happening here in the U.S. Is
1: they're bringing in a bunch of people.
2: Yeah, no, we were just talking about it yesterday. It's almost like you could bring on, you could bring in, you could bring in people. That's not a problem as a nation. Where it, the problem lies is when those people start taking over the roles of the people currently living in the nation or affecting Mm. the people currently living in the nation.
1: The the issue is assimilation, I think.
2: Mm.
1: Like, it wouldn't be a problem if a Joe immigrant comes over from Colombia and, like, has American values. Like, that's not an issue. It's the people that come over here and want to institute their home country's policies
2: in the U.S. Mm. You see that as a big problem in the like the um, Asian community within raising children. They try to, they try to, I just learned about this in psych class. They try to instill their Asian beliefs in American society. So now their children are growing up around the American beliefs, but are being told at home that this is what, like, this is our culture. This is what we do. And it's hard for them to get rid of what they believe in already. Like, and especially moving from a place like, Asia, like those those people are hard headed in their their culture. They strongly believe in what they believe in, and there's almost like there's almost no wiggle room. Just just like the Muslims, right, Kev? Kind of, we were just talking yeah. about that the other day. Look too. at
1: the UK right now; they're not assimilating anyone coming into that country. Am I wrong? No, <laughs> like that. I think is, and it's so many people too. It's like if the current immigration rates keep up with the U.S. Right by the end of Joe Biden's first term, would be one fifth of America, or of people in America are here
2: illegally. Like a whole fifth of the nation. I mean, yeah, I wonder what like, Britain's at. Do you know what Britain's at over there?
0: I oh, don't 90, know. Like I mean, we went sure. from like, you know, British everything to Indian this and Chinese that, and it's just
1: the way Art. it goes. <laughs> are many people talking about like leaving the uk or
0: um well sorry um not that i know of i think they're all just stuck in their way and kind of like yeah i bought my house i got my mortgage now yeah that's kind of yeah not gonna move.
2: <laughs> yeah that's america's way too it's like we, we were born here you know we're around here why are we going to go out when all our life we've been told america's the best like that, mm-hmm. you know, like, where? why are we going to go anywhere else when we've been told our whole life that we're the best in this, this, this and this, which it may be true, may not be true. But that's you. You are raised on the belief that you don't have to go anywhere else because America is the best place to be. I did want to get into the uh, the whole queen thing, though. Over in America, for the people who don't know. Would you mind explaining the queen's situation and like what actually happened when she died? And I, I guess you could go into a little bit more of your ba- your faith background your, and a little bit more of your religious background. But because that's how I know you on Twitter. I love following you on Twitter because you have you are the moral ground of faith. Like I know if, if this guy is saying something, I know it aligns with the Bible and his faith. And I need to take that into consideration because I don't follow, yeah. I don't follow a specific faith. I, I'm kind of, I'm just a more spiritual person. So for the people out there, just yeah. your, your faith, your background in faith, and then just a little bit on the queen, if you can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was just speaking to you earlier about it. I kind of just brought up in the church my whole life, so I didn't know anything better or anything different. Um, but then, kind of, when I got to my uh, rebellious stages, let's say, and uh, had girlfriends and wanted to do whatever I wanted, I was like, forget church. <laughs> and um, it's kind of like the moment I, the moment I left, and was like, I don't want anything to do with this. Um, I seriously had like this moment in my. Bedroom of like, you know, just kind of realizing all the bad stuff I've done, and like seriously though,
2: yeah,
0: and um, I knew obviously growing up in church, I kind of knew the basis of the Bible and who Jesus was and the point of it all, and so kind of one thing added up to the next, and I realized. All the crap. I realized how, you know, kind of I don't explain. Just like how nothing I was almost. But, and basically, this realization that there is a God. And then that's the kind of point I, you know, attribute to my faith starting in in Jesus. And so you at himself. a low
2: point. You just you're like, man, all this shit's has yeah. wrong.
0: I, I wouldn't say a low point. I think, to be honest, I was like the point where I was like loving life the most, kind of doing whatever I wanted. You know, partying and seeing goals and drinking and whatever.
1: That could be a problem. And,
0: with uh, yeah, and I mean, I was just like hiding it from my parents and hiding it from my friends and church people or whatever. And uh, yeah, that's the kind of the moment I had. And then since then, it's definitely been a up and down journey, kind of changing theological stance. I mean, the church, especially in England and America, is just so messed up, like yeah. unbelievably messed up. And um, yeah, so it's kind of like I went up on this journey of like remove myself from all these teachers and pastors and preachers that I've heard, and now I'm kind of like what they call reformed. Um, and basically, that, that just means like going back to the exactly what the Bible says, and trying not to think about my feelings or um, what the culture's saying, and just be like, this is what it says. This is what we're going to believe in. That's the end. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like my issue with like churches. A lot of them is like you're you're relying on someone's interpretation of what the Bible says.
2: Yeah, and it puts it puts a bad Bad rap on the actual faith part of things when a church comes along and does something, whatever it may be, even the molestation stuff amongst priests that puts a bad rap Mm -hmm. on the whole faith and the whole idea of religion, especially in a church of Christians or Catholics, Mm -hmm. you know, these, these, these are the foundings of kind of who we are as white people. We're kind of aligned with that. And now you have this kind of like tainted almost thing, and now people are calling it cults because it's getting that kind of bad, where the interpretation's up to the church. And now the church, on top of that, here in America, the church aren't paying taxes, and that will get anybody's fucking blood boiling. So
0: <laughs> we can talk about that actually, because that's that's um that's a relevant subject, um, <laughs> because reason, allegations, which is very, in, I'm, I'm sure you'd be interested in, but. Um, yeah, like, I was going to say, like, you could go to five different churches in in this city that I'm in, and they will all teach you something different from the same Bible verse.
1: And that's where it
0: kind of just goes crazy.
1: Like, Christians, I think, get shit on the most out of any religion. Yeah. Like, do you think the Muslims and the Jews don't molest people? Look, take that. You have this thing, like, with the Catholic Church, how they touch kids and it's like look at look at public school teacher rates of the same thing and they're like 10 times higher but Mm. why do we focus on the christian part it's like the crusades too people will talk about that like we just woke up one day and thought you know let's do that like (laughs) i'm sorry dude but like i think christianity is the most targeted religion at least i mean
0: six people got killed because they're christian And then we did a trans, and then America did a happy transgender day
2: Swear to God Like
0: that's not a prime example. I don't know what (laughs) i
2: was saying like like, Kevin always brings this up to me because I so I grew up with very little religious background Um, Mm. I remember a couple days we went to church I can remember the day I was in my sister's like in my sister's room when we were all getting ready to go to church And that was really the only thing I had aligned with church. So Kevin's kind of been my uh, go-to faith guy, and he's helped me gain faith and g- get into the religion aspect of life. Cause I was thinking a little mm-hmm. more spiritually, and then all growing up, and then in today's society, the religion is kind of getting talked out on just because it's religion and all the stories are out or whatever the the news says or anything like that. But I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine. Kevin brought this up to me. I couldn't imagine something like that happening to. Muslims and Muslims being fine with it, Christians are just going to be okay, or Catholic Christians are going to be okay. You know, yeah. maybe you could go into a little bit of difference of the Catholic and Christians. I know it's a little harder on the Catholic end of things, but oh, just yeah. for just because yeah. it's not being taught is the problem. And for me being twenty twenty four, mm. I could have looked it up. I could have gone anywhere and looked it up, but yeah, there's no better source than someone going to church and someone actually doing it. So.
0: <laughs> well catholics and christians are very different um you know obviously the catholic Church is they have a pope so and um so they believe they have more than one essentially they believe they have more than one mediator between them and god okay so they believe they can you know go to a confession and confess their sins and that's how they're forgiven of their sins Whereas Christians believe, you know, they can just speak to God and get forgiven of their sins. Okay. Secondly, like, Christians just pray to God, whereas um, the Catholics whole thing is this idea of Mother Mary, and uh, they kind of worship this Mary figure because she was the mother of Jesus, Um, uh, which also leads to their faith is very much based on what they do on earth. So basically, they believe that um, they will get to heaven if they do these good works. So they have to do, they have to confess all the time. They have to um, pray to Mary. They have to basically love people and do what essentially what Christians would do to get to heaven, whereas Christians... Um, are completely justified by god as soon as they're saved it doesn't matter technically it doesn't matter what they do they're always going to be saved and so no matter what they do whether it's good bad it doesn't matter they're not justified by their works they're justified by their faith Um, and that's kind of the major differences
1: like christianity
2: has less rules yeah, territory. that's what I was thinking like you, you kind of you could see how the word is legalistic. Would, you said legalistic.
0: The Catholics, the Catholics, yeah, the Catholics are what they call legalistic. It's, it's ruled and it's pitted to heaven by following x y z.
1: Okay. Yeah. How would you like go about determining like if I was uh becoming a Christian, let's say, how would I how would you like guide me, I guess? or, like, help me in finding a denomination? Well. Because there's, like, nine.
0: and yeah, there's about 600.
1: <laughs> okay, there's, like, 600.
2: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need you here, bro. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, um, the, in my humble opinion, the, the most solid, in terms of, like, biblical churches, are Baptist. Baptist or Presbyterian churches. Um, they don't have any fluff or um, sparkly edges. They don't overhype things. It's very just much like, read the Bible, preach the Bible, go home. Uh, and that that I'm in a Baptist church, and that's exactly what it's like. So if if I was speaking to someone who was interested or just became a Christian, that's where I'd point them towards. Definitely.
1: Have you heard what do we what about like uh Orthodox Christianity? I don't really know about
0: them to be oh, honest. Dude. I was watching a 60
1: minute special a few weeks ago and it's about these Orthodox Christian monks, right? Mm-hmm. And these cats are posted up on this island in Greece called Mount Athos, and it is they go so hard with the prayer, dude. Like, they'll pray over eight hours a day. Like Wow. It, it's what fascinates me so much about it is that they've been doing it like this for like 2,000 years mm. it's what they have doing. The only thing that's changed is the people. So it's almost like a time machine like Yeah, you know, you, how many how many people can like you look at and say they were doing the same thing 2,000 years ago Not many. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I always thought, you know, like I'll be like a yeah. like kind of a non-denominational Christian but, like, if I want to go be more into it, I'm going to just go be a Mount Athos monk, dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of issues that you kind of really have to look, go to the church and actually see what they believe in. Because you can go to one non-denominational church, and it'll be like a woman pastor who's trans-affirming, uh, gay-affirming, kind of wild party- Holding, like, I don't even know, Phil Collins concert. I don't know. <laughs> so it came to my head. Oh, and then the next person will be like this uh, old fashioned Christian man who just wants to sing old hymns that you probably would have sung in school. So it's kind of like you can know, always just go there and find out.
1: <laughs> you can't really just go to Mount Athos, there's like a whole <laughs> process to like, because you sure. get like a lifetime membership, and there's no women on this whole island, dude. Not allowed.
2: So why would you yeah. choose that if you were gonna choose one?
1: Because, dude, like I feel as like a part—I say partial but like you know a non-denominational Christian. Right? Like that's working for me right now. But if there was something like a calling that I felt, you know, compelled to pursue i would feel best going to the place that it's like you said jordan like it's the most unaltered i guess like it's ah. the rawest form of the religion right yeah. so mm-hmm. if i want to pursue yeah. a higher level of my my religion i'm gonna go you know sh- straight there with the sources that's fair like i i told my dad like if if my mom and uh my wife die or not die, like disappear i don't know whatever we're both gonna just go to Mount Athos and become monks there. Like okay. it's cool. We got. We'll, we'll link a YouTube documentary down below if you want to check it out. But it is. It's interesting. Like when the dude went there, they had all this cool stuff, and he's like, y- "Y'all got a museum?" The interview guy. He's like, "Well, no, it's not a museum for us. It's still living. Like it's not history because it's what they still are." Ah. Mm. Yeah. And, like, there's one part in the video where, spoiler alert, what happens when you die on Mount Athos, right? I don't know what they do, but they had a like a little fucking area in one of these fields, right? And it was just skulls. Like, over, like, a thousand of them, dude. Mm -hmm. And the dude, the monk that was explaining was happy. He's like, yeah, I consider these my future neighbors when I die. Like, it is such a I don't know. Like these people seem so like, powered by the religion, because it was such yeah. a, a raw thing for. Them.
0: Because they're not scared of anything.
1: They're not. They, okay, this dude that this monk that they were interviewing, right? His dad was dying back in the U.S. And mm. the dad asked the monk You're to come. See, the, the dad asked the monk to come see him again. The monk said no. And the reporter asked, and he's like, "Well, I know we're going to see each other again. So why would I do that?" Mm. I'm like, "What the like?" yeah i mean it, it, ah,
0: sorry for interrupting but go ahead, go ahead. my um my wife has had like this cough for like three months and she's got to go for scans and blood tests and all this and so we've kind of been like joking like oh what would you do if, what would you do if i died or what would you do if i died or like all these questions that you kind of the lovely
2: hypotheticals
0: by. the hypotheticals right Yep, my but, but generally but generally, this is the, the crux of the Christian faith is like there's a verse in the, in the Bible and it says, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And what that means is like the life to come is so much better than the life now. Yeah. Not, but yeah. the life now has meaning and purpose because we're here to glorify God. But the life to come is way better and so we have no kind of idea of um, fear or pain or kind of almost like being scared of death or anything like that we don't we just don't feel it at all
1: that's what's perplexing to me about the people who don't believe in any god it's like you know we don't see him there's no evidence whatever it's like okay say you're right there is nothing after we die that makes death a thousand times more terrifying yeah, yeah.
2: no i yeah exactly <laughs> exactly like like i'm sorry bro. i rather would it rather have than not need than need and not have like yeah. i I'd much i feel a lot better just believing that something's up there watching me and that i have somewhere somewhere to do somewhere to go something to do when i do pass away to where it's not so morbid being right here where i am already
1: Yeah, it's like say they are right. There's nothing after. Like, uh, I mean, the hard part's done. At that point, Mm. like death, death is not. I like death does not like being dead does not scare me. Like being before I was born, you know. It's the process of dying that I think frightens the most.
2: Yeah. What
1: do you think, Trey? What do you say? What do you say?
2: Yeah, I think that. I mean, I think that stands true for. I don't know. Like you said. You said you think death, death isn't oh, okay. what scares you, but the process of dying is what does. I'm not afraid of being mm. dead, but
1: I'm afraid of dying.
2: The yeah, I mean, I no don't like yeah. I I would be fine with that. Like I I don't know. I don't I w- the process of death. Just links to what death is, so I feel like I'm I'm not scared of the process of death. I know that I'd be leaning let's say let's just say I need a lung transplant, some crazy shit. I only have one lung now and now I live on a respirator, whatever it is, and that's the the starting of the process of death. Well, my, the start of my process of death was when I was a child, so I it's not even mm. it's not scarier now that I'm closer to it. It's just more part of the process.
1: But there's like there's so many
2: painful ways to die yeah let's not get into this (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah of course there is but no matter what the way go i mean i want i'm curious what jordan has to say about it because no matter what the way i'm dying in i know whatever it is you could stay true in your faith that you are going to a better place so you in my mind if that is my mindset then i'm i'm fine with the process of whatever's happening because i know that when I'm done with this, I'll be fine, and that's—I mean, maybe that's just because that's the way the army taught me: is get this shit done, and when you're done with it, you're good to go. But get the get the suffering out the way, and when I'm done with it, I'm good to go, and I'm dead, and now I can live live a happier life with my grandma and my dogs up there, or whatever it is. Yeah, like I was thinking just Very now, like uh, whatever pain you experience <laughs> is going
1: to stay with you on Earth, right? Yeah. Like I cut your head off. You're not going to be ascending to heaven with no head,
2: man. And it's, you know, and I said this from days, like day eight, (laughs) Yo, I swear to God, from like day eight, I was telling my brothers that pain is really nothing. And they're like, dude, are you fucking nuts? Like, yeah, pain is something. And I'm telling you, I had this belief ever since I was like, probably like eight years old, that pain Mm. is really nothing. It's not really anything. It's just like a kind of weird feeling. Whatever that is to you, whatever pain is to you, that's what, whatever. But I was the one in the family known for the bruises on my knees because I was a clumsy idiot or whatever it is. I was the dude getting the black eyes. I was the dude with the concussions. I was the dude with all this bullshit happening to me. The problem child. And I saw the pain as just, you know, as just part of it. Like it's just pain is just another part of life. It's not really a thing, Ooh. because I, I, maybe it's because I thought I don't know what it was. I, I honestly don't know what it is. I'm curious what Jordan thinks about all of it, though, because yeah. he said I had an interesting, interesting view on death. Man, what do you see it as? Well, I
0: know I know that without believing in Jesus, you're gonna hate suffering.
1: Uh, if I don't believe in Jesus I'm going to ha- hate suffering. so you the are. implication because, yeah, go ahead. because
0: like you say like I'd rather believe in something than nothing which is true I understand but you believing in something doesn't mean you're going to get to that something and I think when it's artificially kind of made up in your head since whatever day when it comes to that point of suffering when there's people who are around you your kids your grandkids you're gonna hate it but if you know jesus and you for sure know that there's eternal life it's gonna make
2: it uh, a tad bit easier that was a good way of putting it. that's yeah that's kind of yeah, that's kind of how I see it, but I'm not—I don't have a religious background, so I can't talk like in that way. Because I, so this is a good, good kind of segue is, like, like kind of how you see the church. What do you see the church as? Do you are you you're still attending church? So what do you see? The point of going to church, if you are just if without church, you're a religious man and you're reading the Bible and you're reformed. You're going through the Bible for the phrases that they mean and then you go back to church. What? Why go back to church, or why are you in, in that establishment? Because that is a big question in America in general. Look, I could go read the Bible on my own. I don't need a church mm. to come and tell me. What is the, the purpose of a church?
0: Okay, well, it's, a, it's an establishment of God rather than um, buildings and infrastructure. So the church is what they call the bride of Christ. It's essentially like God's people. And God's people are commanded to do certain things. Number, the first one is to meet often. Number two is to pray together. And number three is to worship. And also in the Bible, there's people that are called to be pastors leaders shepherds of these people so that's why there's church essentially so it's not technically the building um you know everyone is in the church wherever country you're in Um, and that church is built up of believers because believers are commanded to meet together and that so happens to fall on the Sunday, which we believe to be the Sabbath or rest day. And, um, yeah, so that's why I go to church, really, because it's command given. And the Bible says, if you love the Lord, you keep my commands.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the very least, you're getting a sense of community. It's a
0: great community. yeah. Yeah, Very loving people, as you can imagine.
1: Yeah, no, that's why... I think I'll bring it up again, though. Is I think being part of any religion is better than being part of none. Mm
2: -hmm. Like
1: that's where I think, like, whatever church you're going to, like, people need community, right? Mm -hmm. And if it's religion, that I think is a lot more of a, it's a lot, it's more positive of of a community to be to be a part of. Because like people are going to find community wherever they go. It's like Mm -hmm. junkies hang out with other junkies. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. one of the best communities, I
2: think. Well, that's that's where the cult argument comes in. I'm, this is a devil at ad, de, devil's advocate here. Like this, you, this you is ask
0: like, whatever questions you
2: want. You like, go for it. <laughs> it's a community where everyone comes together, and then you all are are part of a service to where there's this one person pastor shepherd talking down not is it's not talking down right it's it's more of explanation teaching them right okay, yeah, yeah, explaining it all to the rest of the people that's kind of that's how you could kind of see it's it's more of like a teacher than it's like it's like a student setting it's like a classroom setting mm-hmm. then yeah, with yeah, a community founded on one aspect instead of. It being, you know, going to school, it's going to church. Instead of thinking I need an education, it's thinking I need faith. Mm. Why is there a disconnect there Then believing that it's part of, like, it's kind of, like, religion in general is just part of kind of a cult aspect? Like, just because it's one person talking down on others? Or is there, like, does it make sense what I'm trying to get at? Alright everybody, first ad of the Mind Over Matter podcasting series, and it is a doozy. We finally got an ad, I finally got a sponsor, Solid Solutions. But Trevor, who are they? Well, they're two handsome young men, working diligently behind the scenes for realtors, looking to help them get leads. Leads, you say? How much is that going to cost? Less than
1: 20 bucks a day. Meaning. So that, that means if I sell one house a month, it pays
2: for itself 10 times over. Roundabout. How about that? Wait, so wait if y'all know any realtors, if y'all know anyone in your family, anyone, anyone in your friends, anyone in your circle who is a realtor, a real estate broker, anything, feel free to send them our way. We're looking to ramp up the numbers here, looking to pay the bills. Y'all know what it is. yes
1: sir yes sir uh
2: but we'd be happy to help you guys out go ahead and check uh check out that link in the description just book a call with us we'll give you a free 30 minute demo and just kind of go through what we do for you so seems like you're interested why don't you find out
1: you'll never know until you click that link
2: click the link below really people
1: who say that christianity is a cult
2: yeah but i i I kind of see their point, but at the same time, I kind of don't, I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know why someone would believe something so like something like this and so great where everyone believes in something so great could be a cult in in a cult. Maybe it's not, it's got a negative connotation to it. So maybe that's where I'm coming from. So I I just don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't have, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me why you consider something so great, like a religion, a cult.
0: Mm. Well, I think, i think two things um i think any any rational human who has got it together and you know goes into a church and and experiences it and kind of sees the community and sees what's actually going on kind of will have that realization of being like oh actually this is a nice place there's plenty of people who go to church because it's a nice place and not because they're christian on the other hand, what you have to realise is the Bible talks about that all those who are not Christians essentially hate God. They're in this—they're in this place of basically they're dead, their soul is dead, they're not being regenerated. they just so they can't love the things of God, and so that's why people bring these um, allegations and annotations on. Onto the church because they don't, they can't physically understand What the church is or Who God is I mean, And so therefore they just labored it like Any other cool I mean
2: Kev you, we say the same thing about weed Like yeah, anybody who picks up a joint Smokes it for the first time will finally understand it I'm
1: saying The people that are shit talking churches here Are not people that have gone to every church And decided it's not for them It is the people that Think they know that there's no such thing as God or any religion. Every religion is false and it's all a cult, right? Mm -hmm. It's those kind of people who just think that they know everything and think everyone else is an idiot. And that's why they don't like it. And think about the two. Misery loves company, right? Yep. If I'm a miserable person, I don't want you being happy. And in a way, they almost substitute religion with something else. Like you see yeah. this with the left, especially in America's a large part of them are atheists or, you know, they don't believe in any God. Right. Yeah.
2: Agnostic. And, I think.
1: And, but but look at it this way, though. They still have anointed people in their beliefs that you can't make fun of, i.e. Mm. the president, the ah. institutions in the U.S. Yeah. Fucking Dr. Fauci. They have blasphemous things that you can't say, i.e. misgendering. So, it, it's
0: Gender not, yeah. It's
1: not a. It's not that they don't like religion. Is that they dislike religion with a god, and so humans have naturally then created a religion, but this time it doesn't have a god. But everything else yeah. is the same with it. Ah, uh, well, a... the
0: Bible also says that. Oh, Jesus says. Thank you. Thank he you. says, "The world will hate you."
2: I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: But, there you go. So. <laughs>
2: I've been I've been pondering a little bit because, um, everything that's been happening in America, of course. Mm. And me and Kevin talked about this yesterday with one of our buddies from IO. Shout out to you, I believe his name's Brett. Shout this out to you. Good time. Yeah. We're gonna be hopping on Minecraft after this, hopefully. So we'll see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what's happening. Um, but no, we were talking to him. Oh, I forgot where I was going with this we were talking to Brett about religion. Oh, son of a bitch. I can't believe this. I can't believe we're I talked, done this.
1: Talked a lot of shit with Brett, yeah. No,
2: yeah, we we 100% talked a lot of shit with him. But it's um fuck, I can't believe this. When I was
1: talking about yeah, how people have like a need for a religion and they'll de facto create one they just won't understand.
2: Yes, like where it. where with a place like America, I don't know if it's like this in the uk there's people so many there's a large majority of people doubting religion and we're not we were founded on religion and we know i wouldn't say we really are anymore as a culture mm. so there's not really a way to go back i don't think we'd have to kind of just start over from ground zero and start up again as a civilization but then you'd have to found a civilization on something new and i don't know anything else that is as great as a religion, as great as religion in general to found a country on, what would you found a country on other than religion? Is there anything that comes to mind at all? No, just like it had because, <laughs> because why, why, why would you ag- advocate so hard for religion in, in the masses? Like, you, this is a civilization, so why would religion okay. be the the center point of it then?
0: Well. In terms of hmm Well, we we all know that everyone has a moral compass. There is a technical word for that, but I can't think of it right now. So we know so everyone knows like well, I say everyone but clearly not everyone but people know the difference between like good and bad, right? <laughs> you can know that in your conscience, like generally wow, that was good. <laughs> that was bad. Obviously, some people are a bit, uh, um, but there we go. So the thing with religion is that religion creates its um, foundations on those laws, on those moral laws. And so with Christianity, you obviously have the Ten Commandments, which is vitally important, vitally important now to America and to the UK and other countries. And it's based on that moral law. And without the law, you know, we don't have, obviously, justice and we have absolute chaos. And I think especially the Christian religion is the perfect basis of that governmental law.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it kind is of that a good just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the question is, what do you... What, 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 what would be your values of your society that you're trying to Yeah,
2: it, well, it was more... It was more Taylor because what other than religion is there to do it on? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah, like it
1: depends on if you're founding a country off of like the value for human life, the how sacred a life is, period. You need a religion for that. But if you're wanting to make a country off of just making money and having fun, fuck yeah, you don't need a religion for that shit.
0: I mean, yeah, but if you're asking me personally, then. I have no answer. <laughs> but it's a good question. Very interesting. Well,
1: well yeah, because Did... you say we all know right from wrong, right? That's what I without, was going, bro. Yeah. yeah do without you... religion, I could think that it's the right thing for me to do to kill Trevor because of anything, right? Mm-hmm. He's a blonde guy. That's wrong. Like, that is not objectively a right thing. But in my head, I'm, yeah, right. In my head, I'm, I'm right.
2: And yeah. so, it's like, without religion, there is no real source of morality, so to speak. I think there's no better way to create, like, an overarching authority of power than a religion. Mm-hmm. You get into a government, that gets messy every single damn time. But then people say, you know, religion gets pretty messy, too. There's people saying, you know, religion is the beginning of all wars. It just begins with religion.
1: Oh, that's... probably
2: you, you think the wars wouldn't have happened without Christians? I'm sorry, or without religion. Yeah, Enablers. yeah, yeah. That's...
0: We're very good at fighting. That's true. Because we're not pacifists.
2: I was just going to ask: right. Do you do you believe people are generally good or bad? Bad. And Everyone. is that a Christian belief?
0: Yes. Everyone is.
1: Bad. How? Like morally Everyone. evil, or just sinners? It's
0: it's based on the story of creation because God made Adam and Eve and He gave them the ability to have a free will and He gave them the ability to choose and do what was right and yet they chose bad and therefore the whole of mankind is bad.
2: Uh, so that is like the best that has been the best explanation. This and is then what I'm
0: Jesus saying. Dies for all of our sins so we can be forgiven and go back to heaven. That's the gospel.
1: So, like, you can be a, a good person, right? Like, with religion. It's yeah. just default is bad.
0: Default is bad. When you become a Christian, you. The term they use is born again. You. The process that happens is. You basically get given a new heart. It's like a new creation. And so you'll still, you'll want to do good. You'll still end up doing bad, a ton of bad. But generally, your heart is postured towards good. But yeah, everyone, um, everyone on earth is bad, inherently bad.
2: I think that's a better way of looking at it too Because now you're focused on all the bad things You're doing in life so that you can fix them If you believed everyone was good You wouldn't necessarily focus on all the bad things You'd focus on all the good things We're good, good at
0: Good people don't go to heaven What? Good people don't go to heaven
1: Who goes to heaven?
0: Being a Christian doesn't make you Good like i i could not be a christian and do good all my life but that doesn't mean i'll go to heaven because that's not how you get to heaven by doing good
1: okay let me i'll play the devil's advocate if the whole kind (laughs) of gist with christianity right is that you can be forgiven if you repent right what stopped me from doing all this crazy stuff and then repenting right before i die because i'll be forgiven you'll be saved yeah But then, like, I
2: could
1: <laughs> – am I not going to heaven then? Is this the cheat code? Yeah.
0: If I'm a Christian, right? If I, if I tomorrow go and murder someone, God doesn't see that sin worse than me looking at another woman in lust in the sense that oh. his, rep- his forgiveness is the same power, like, he'll just forgive me. But that obviously doesn't give me an excuse to do it. Just putting it out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, for real. leave, leave that to the Muslims, do you?
0: <laughs> like there's a guy, um, there's a story in the Bible of when Jesus is on the cross, there's a guy next to him on the cross. And it's he's known he's famous because he's the first man to go to heaven. And, like, he was literally on a cross for the crimes he committed. And right there and then God's like, I forgive you. He makes it to heaven.
1: So would I really even need to go to church? Like, I'm thinking I could not go to church my entire life, right? Mm -hmm. If I can be forgiven for that, why would I go to church at all if I don't have to?
0: Because you're commanded to. And if you love God, you would
1: okay but like do you see what I'm saying though like if I'm gonna be forgiven regardless of what mm. it's almost an empty command in that sense
0: like it's hard to it's hard to articulate but when you when you believe in God you have this heart posture towards God and everything you do you want to be for his glory and so like if he's If his his word in the Bible says, you know, Mm -hmm. love your neighbor, go to church, don't take vengeance, turn the other cheek, all these different things, those are the things that you want to do. And you you automatically will do. I don't think there'll be a point where you'll be like, I'm just not going to do it. There'll be seasons, maybe, but I think in the end you will end up doing the things that God has called you to do.
1: No, that's just like, it's a devil's advocate thing. Like like when you hear people say, you know, if there is a God, why would he allow so much suffering to take place?
0: Yeah, it's a good
1: question. What do you say to those people? Because, I, I mean, I know what I say. say.
0: Um, that's like the hardest question to answer in the whole of history.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: But the what I would say was going back to um, the creation the story of how sin and bad basically ended up happening in this world, and the fact that everyone now born after Adam is born in this sinful, inherently evil world. God is almighty. He is in control of all things. He does allow all things to happen. But the the analogy I give is, um, word it properly. Um, does the clay have the right to ask the potter what what it's doing? Does that make sense? It's like as humans. Do we have the right to question god and what oh, he does on us
2: yeah
0: like do we have like god allows suffering he allows he allows evil i mean he appoints presidents he appoints everything and so christians can be like all in uproar being like oh my god but it's like god is in control did i just disconnect
2: you might have it. You got it. Yeah, you sound way better, dude. I thought I messed with my headphone, and you just changed you. everything. It's like did my ears pop, and I just didn't yeah, dude. Oh man, you got it's me like... good. <laughs> you got me good.
1: No, I've heard the analogy. T- Can you hear us?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm back. Sorry.
1: Yeah, like the analogy of um, like say you had a kid, right? F- like four years old. Mm-hmm. You're not going to give them everything that they want. Your kid's just going to want fucking McDonald's and candy, and and sugar. I want McDonald's. One. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't give that to them. Not like they want it, but you know that's not good for. Them. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking. Well, you know, maybe this isn't what we wanted, but if it's what we need.
0: Exactly, and you know, um, God, God is love and god works all things for the good of those who love him so it's in the, the day it's all for him all for his glory and i just i don't even have the ability to question it it's like, okay.
2: so can you touch on can you touch on the gay gay side of things in religion oh i know gay people that are religious and it's not a big deal and i know people who are religious that are fine with gay people and now it has become a a huge thing um, mm. <laughs> because the Dude. the lgbtq kind of wave is a like kevin said it's kind of like a religion without god and now they're going up against god and yeah and what what and is they're losing. And, and they're losing what, what is god's perspective of gay Gay people
0: uh, being gay is a sin
2: and and why and and why why what's the interpretation like
0: well God um, created them man, man and female man and female sorry and he the point of creating them man and female was for marriage and procreation and so. God instituted marriage. He instituted it as a bedrock of society between a man and a woman. And the reason it's between a man and a woman is because they, them two together can create babies. Therefore, anything that um, is not that is sin.
1: I think you need to look no further than a pride parade to figure out why God was like, maybe not that.
0: Well, that's the ironic, ironic part, is pride is a sin, and they have pride parades.
1: Yeah, dude, it's like... I don't know, like, personally, like, okay, you're a Christian guy, right? Like, you. when you interact with gay people, what does that look like?
2: Are you, are you uh, like, What does it look like, and how do you feel? Yeah.
0: Same way I feel like talking to anyone, because... Everyone is stuck in a, a sin or a certain sin. Everyone sins. Everyone messes up. So when you talk about, like, the church and how does they handle it or how a Christian would handle it, it's like, you know, everyone is going to struggle with a temptation or whatever it is. And some one person's temptation might be, I don't know, porn or another person's temptation might be Having sex with a man or whatever it is. So we, can't, we don't judge in that sense, but at the same time, the answer to all of those questions is Jesus. So that's how we handle it. Did I answer your question? Yeah,
1: no. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. It's just tough. I think that's one of those subjects where it's not really a black and white answer that fits everyone. There's so much nuance. Like if you were to literally take that, it would almost be like, yeah, you would think you go around fucking punching every gay dude. You
2: yeah, especially <laughs> like, like taking the stance well, as, a, have, as it's a sin that like, oh, it's a pro oh, so now it's a problem to be gay. Like what's for fuck you. Well, like, <laughs> like we're all sinners. That's what he said. Yeah, exactly. That's that's. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of view it just as if I went out and killed somebody. It's it's a sin. It's a thing we shouldn't do, but we are doing anyways. We're living with it. So how could you, how could they coexist? Because right now it's, it's, it's fury. It's a, a complete mess. Is there a way to coexist along with gays? It seems to have been happening for years already, right? It, uh, you know, we didn't completely abolish gays back when Christianity was founded. I mean, gay people abolish were in gay. all, you know what I'm saying? Like they were part no of the that is, <laughs> we're done. Like, that is it. You know what I'm saying? So good question. <clears throat> Um. Hmm.
0: It's well,
1: it's tough, you know.
0: I I have a friend called Frank and um he actually used to be gay. And so he used to have these feelings all the time of like I want to be with a man. I love men. I want to have sex with men. And he did do that. He went out and he met with men and had sex with them and, you know, lived this gay, active lifestyle. Um, until someone introduced him to church and he started going and this church didn't just go, oh, your hand's like this. You're wearing a rainbow flag. You can't be in here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They said, you know, come in because the answer is here the answer he knew he was it was wrong he knew it was a struggle and so the answers here the 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 problem is is that people no longer see it as something bad and so now it's like this whole construct of yay gay people and like that's kind of where it's crossed the line in my opinion where it's like we kind of just as a church not just let it be but kind of um yeah um Give it to God almost and be like, you know, we'll just do what we normally do. They can do what they do. You know, if they come in, they're welcome. But we're not going to, you know, um, change our message because of the culture or change our message because they're going to be offended. You know, we're going to stick to the truth. The Bible says it's the truth that sets you free. And we believe the Bible is the truth. So stick to the Bible. We believe that that sets them free. My friend ended up coming to church. And now he has his desire to marry a woman and make a family and doesn't have these gay desires anymore.
1: That's one of those subjects where I think, like, personally... Like, I I know a few gay people, right? And Mm -hmm. I don't think anything about them being gay, really, other than that they are. Like, I know the Bible says it's a sin, right? But, like, personally, I... Like, I'm talking strictly being gay, right? I don't think that that's... A sin or a negative thing or something I should try and cure, right? And I'm comfortable thinking that, even though it contradicts the Bible, because I can answer for it. So I get up to the pearly gates. I can, I can justify why I said that or why I thought that. Like, That's right. yeah, like I'll. If I'm wrong on that, so be it, man. But like, I think just a little bit of give and take and all. Because, I mean, a lot of people might hear, you know, that the Bible says you can't be gay and think, like, it might... It's impossible for you almost to have a relationship with a gay person, like a friendship, mm. if you th- think that they're, you know... Yeah. Bad. Sinner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's 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 an interesting one because, you know... Like... A lot of christians are just friends with christians and well it's because they're christian <laughs>
1: no.
0: but like then they they tend to like they don't yoke <laughs> themselves with with people unbelievers they don't yoke themselves with people who will sleep around and swear and you know slander and um say the lord's name in vain or whatever and so i think that's why Generally, Christians don't hang around with gay people.
1: I think uh, a lot of it for us, like Trevor and I, is the army. Because when you go to the army, there's people from like literally every walk along. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that got us, like, we became comfortable in, you know, having a tribe, I guess, of people who weren't like us. Yeah. But to me, it's, I've been living like that for so long, it would almost seem it would be bizarre to be in a community where we all thought the same yeah
0: yeah i mean it comes back to the fact that everyone is being gay is a sin and you know everyone is in sin everyone has something messed up everyone has something to through. there's something they're struggling with something you know whether that's like unforgiveness or anger or lust you know yeah can't, um, I mean, the Bible doesn't condemn judging as such, but it does condemn, um, you know, negatively acting based on those judgments. If that makes sense,
1: I think, too, yeah, if it's like one of those, like, if I'm at judgment day, right, and I do pretty much everything good, but. I don't think being gay is a sin, right? I can't see that being like, oh, I'm not going to get into heaven based off that. Oh,
0: no, because you don't get to heaven based on what you do. So, that's out of the window.
1: Well, yeah, it don't matter then, I guess. Shit.
0: It doesn't, though. Like, if I I go to heaven, you know, with the completely wrong theology, but, you know, I believe in Jesus and get to heaven, then I get to heaven, don't I? So it's not gonna be like, you know, you hated gay people, so you can't get there.
1: Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like, because we obviously don't know. It's like, what if you do get up to, you know, heaven? It's like, you know, Allah up there. Or you know what, one of the other gods that people have made throughout history. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: Christians believe there's only one god, and every other god is fake. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But but they do too, you know. It's like yeah. someone's got to be wrong here. <laughs> but even then, though, I get up to, I get up to heaven. Alice sitting at the front door waiting, right. I could justify why I did what I did. That I think is the important. Like, like you could it, justify. Yeah, why. but if
2: you can justify, if it's personal, then then anyone can run around justifying themselves. Well, no, I mean, like, Does that make like sense? A, I'm,
1: I'm saying, like, I justify my actions because I know that they're objectively good-ish. Like, I'm trying to be sure your example. basis
0: of good?
2: <laughs> What's up?
0: It's your judgment of good.
2: Yeah, I, I guess. It, yeah, it, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, if it's your oh, judgment of oh. good...
1: I oh okay then I get up to the heaven line. It, yeah you're like well I thought is, I was good <laughs> the line is yeah okay no you got to take a hard stance against people okay well I mean shit I'll just take the L at that point what are you gonna what is there to do bro okay <laughs> yo ain't much else to do at that point dude yeah I I'll take an L just like I did a poker bro like get done three hands in a row and I'm out all right I'll take the L. Yeah, all right. I fold. What's the other I option? Fold. Yeah. I fold. what other option is there, bro? I mean, shit. <laughs> That'd I
2: mean, be an L, right? I'm glad we got you. We got you to like realize that, like, because watching this over, you would have watched it over. You'd be like, oh shit. Oh, I guarantee you. <laughs> well, I mean, there's <laughs> that bias. Like, I
1: I am a Christian, so of course it's gonna be biased. Gotcha. Oh, like, <laughs> I, I, I could justify all the good ideas, but it's like. That, that's not that's good to me right mm-hmm. like that's objective based off of my standards and kind of societies on earth not you a, know, a good, good Lord the good the next level yeah, <laughs> yeah no I mean I, I see that yeah you I mean yeah you all make a great point
2: yeah I will concede that <laughs> hope it don't happen bro but really though what are you gonna do no, yeah. I mean, if you show up and it's not your God, you're just. I mean, it's at like at least you lived your whole life on a good moral grounding. That's that's like the downside is you you've lived yes. your life on a fantastic moral grounding, and you can't say you lived a bad life if following God, right? I and guess how many people are ooh. following God and saying, "Look, my life, oh, it's horrible," and then when they're death I don't body, think there'll
0: be any um, retrospectiveness when you're dead. But
2: yeah. Who
0: never knows? mind.
2: But
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I suppose there is retrospection and I'm praying to the wrong God, right? Like, I know that's not the case, but whatever. I get up there and it's some weird, like, alien thing. I know that I didn't do anything wrong, like, in my head. Like, I know I did a good job of living. Just because this God don't think so and he's going to banish me to hell. You know, it is what it is. But I I know I did the right thing. Because of your faith. Specifically, (laughs) not the... Objectively right thing that the other God wants, but the right thing to me personally. Like that, I could live with. Or burn in hell for a turn. You, know? <laughs> you gotta hunt the good stuff, bro. Hey,
2: hey, hunt the good stuff.
1: Hunt the good you stuff. Ain't to, you ain't going to. You to hell and be miserable forever, bro. Y'all gotta, you gotta hunt the good stuff, bro.
2: So, Jordan, what's this uh, for the people who don't know? What's this background you got on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That's what of work. I change right? it. No, you're uh, good, man. We're about to close it out here. I'm just, we're just gonna see what you, what you got, man. That's just, the OG RuneScape, oh, bro. Yeah, the beautiful old
0: school
2: RuneScape. The beautiful, bro. I've spent it's hours on dreams. that game.
1: Hours on that game. I got, mm-hmm. I got a final question then, or okay. you know, challenge for you. Is what would your advice be to Christians as a whole? question
0: um the main thing is um right now we're in a fight and um a very big fight and so my advice to christians would be is to stand on the truth as much as possible don't be afraid of offending people don't be afraid of losing friends. Don't be afraid of being hated or being whatever happens. Stand on the truth. Stand on the Bible. Don't back down. Fight the culture wars because it is our battle. And make sure you go to church every Sunday.
2: And amen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> amen. <laughs> well, Jordan, I appreciate you coming on, man. It's been a long time coming. I'm a
0: wonderful man, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I know, but yeah, thank you very much. It's, it's interesting.
2: It. Yeah, not
1: being the most religious guy on the show. Yeah, because normally it's me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Now but I got a guy
2: now. to go to to ask all my questions. You're no longer my religion guy. Go ahead, yeah, I mean,
1: bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be a Muslim anyway. I'm <laughs> I tried to
0: I tried to be as plain and simple as as possible. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the way you answered I think was was perfect. I was trying yeah, to like, trying to cause cause a ruckus and I think you handled yourself well.
0: Appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have a very like soft-spoken like gentle way about you. It's like you could be explaining something but like you're you're doing it so like gently and carefully. It's like, oh, I feel mm-hmm. better. <laughs> like, like, if I was gay, right, and you're talking about how it's a sin, I could be like, yeah, you know, maybe. I don't... <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? That's the goal, like, like that's... you're not like, oh, you can't be gay; you're going to hell. It's so, that's
2: well, just... that's, that's... Not, not... that goes with um, even asking questions towards gay people too. When we sit down and ask genuine questions towards a gay person, we know, I mean, they know we're coming at it from a a good faith situation you know it's the same thing here it's just and especially someone with good faith (laughs) you're incredibly well at answering with it man and we it's it's, um you could see it you could see it in your demeanor
0: yeah i think kind of the goal isn't it to um to love and to be gentle and soft but also you know i don't hide from the truth and you know Simple as I get, I'm quite a simple man in that respect.
1: Simple I admire man. that. Too. The yeah. simple man, Jordan.
2: Jordan, <laughs> thanks for coming <laughs> on, man. man. Simple, 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 simple British. Give us, I'm give us real British quick man. to close it out. Give us, uh, I can't believe you've done this, and we'll close it out.
1: <laughs> oh, dude. No. We could uh, say something
2: American if you want. <laughs> Yeah. I can't What's
1: you've done <laughs> Perfect.
2: Uh, hey, that there we go. That's that's perfect. <laughs> Thanks but... for everyone for tuning in. Yeah, yeah. a bottle of water. Thank you all. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And we'll uh we'll leave Jordan's Twitter down below. He's got an unbelievable mind. Thank Follow him much. and uh all right thanks for tuning in again everybody we we appreciate it through these uh tough controversial topics those are the fun ones uh, be sure to check out our links below though we got everything down there in the description next episode though we do got miss Rhonda. kev you want to go in a little bit
1: sure yeah as a hemp connoisseurs, you could say yeah. Rhonda was a natural fit i think for us she's a salesperson at a cbd company so she knows a lot about that whole plant and kind of the industry and stuff. And it's, it's some interesting stuff to kind of get into because you got the actual medical benefits of it and the whole legal side, but no, we're going to get into it. I had a lot of fun with that episode. So
2: yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks for tuning in everybody. Again, links below, Uh, like comment, subscribe, get some conversation flowing down there and uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Thanks.